0: Latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man, grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict.
1: Senator
2: Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at his own location.
0: We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the
3: country. Dear
4: Denise, we have just received word that libertarian debt squads are taking over.
5: He also worries that Civil he War could be on the way back in the day. There are fears that rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. He's
0: not the only one, Robert Brown sells vintage goods from the 19th century. Somebody's says. got to do something about Antifa.
3: Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone. zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill.
0: Yes. over of Afghanistan now inevitable?
3: No, it is not.
5: It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on. Yet.
6: China is urging it its citizens not it's to travel abroad as it struggles to, to contain the virus.
7: We will be standing President up that's Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brand and I agree. Hey, by the way, what are
0: you in China? Are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today. I have much to declare. Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the Amer. American people, thanks.
3: So, what message do the rest of us take from what's happened over the past three weeks? It's very simple. The message is force is more effective than voting. Elections change nothing. Rioting, by contrast, makes you rich and powerful. When you riot, prosecutors will ignore the law on your behalf. Corporations will send you millions. Politicians will kneel down before you. It works. Violence works.
6: Welcome to Inside
8: 4 Walls with your host James Madison. Please enjoy the show. Welcome back to Inside 4 Walls. I'm your host James Madison, and today we'll be talking about a rather dark topic that I'm a little late to the part uncovering. The New York Subway shooting. But I didn't want to rush in and talk about it until we had all the facts. Too many people rushed in, talked about it, and had a lot of the details wrong. So now that dust has settled, a man has been apprehended and locked up. We can now talk about what information we have currently on this particular topic. Uh, maybe a few days late, but as you know on this podcast, that means I've collected a wide array of stories, and we'll get all the details in one nice little bite-sized package with a bow on top. I am sorry to start this morning off with such a morose topic, but it's a story that's worth covering and worth talking about. Now I want to mention at the end of this episode, I will be going into my speculations and opinions on this topic, but at the beginning, we're going to stick as tightly as possible to how the other news sources and outlets are talking about it. Maybe as we go along, it will change my opinion on what's going on, but we'll save that for the end of this episode. I'll make it very clear when we get into my opinions and speculations on said topic. Without any further ado, welcome to Inside Four Walls. And let's get started. And as I said, let's go to Tim Kass for our first story. Fun fact, Tim Kass, according to Ground.News, is center. Let's continue. Update. New York City subway shooting suspect arrested, quote, "...they fucking made me worse." They made me more dangerous than anybody could ever fucking imagine, the suspect said in a YouTube video. Update. Frank R. James, who is suspected of unleashing a gas canister and opening fire on the morning commuters in Brooklyn on Tuesday, was arrested by NYPD officers in Manhattan's East Village near St. Saint, Saint Mark's and First Avenue James was apprehended at 1.42pm Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday as a result of a Crime Stoppers tip Police Commissioner Kichant L. Sowell announced at a press conference, quote, My fellow New Yorkers, we got him and quote Mayor Eric Adams said via video at the time Now let's read the original article here on Tuesday the NYPD and by the way in case you missed that it was a 20 it was 24 hours and some change before the gentleman was arrested he was arrested on Wednesday the crime happened on sorry he was arrested on Wednesday the crime happened on Tuesday on Tuesday the NYPD and New York City leadership held a press conference where they revealed the identity of their person of interest in the subway shooting The police said they had identified 63-year-old Frank R. James as the person they would like to question in connection with the incident that left 16 injured. Ten of the victims suffered gunshot wounds, and five of those were in critical condition. Police note... (laughs) Pardon me. Police noted that they found a Glock 17 9mm handgun at the shooting scene and three high capacity magazines 33 discharged shell casings and a bottle containing what appeared to be gasoline Police officers said they found Frank R James credit card and U-Haul key on the scene those two items led him to name led them to name James as a suspect in question we have a tweet here with a picture from Crime Stoppers. A tweet from NYPD News at NYPD News on Twitter. This is Frank James, the person of interest in the investigation. Any information can be directed to NYPD Tips at 800-577 TIPS. Police released two photos of James at the news conference. Tuesday night, including one that appeared to be a screen grab from a YouTube video, he he had posted. The NYPD Commissioner Keith Sowell said that the suspect is roughly five foot five, black man with heavy build, at around 170 pounds. After the announcement, it came to light that James had been making videos that include threats against the government and elected officials. The videos were posted to James's YouTube channel under the username Prophet of Truth, 888, that's Prophet, one word, and of Truth, 888, as one word. Spelled as it sounds. As of Wednesday morning, his channel had amassed around 3,000 subscribers. It's a hell of a way to blow up. The channel contains lengthy videos predicting a race war between black and white people. He also made threats and derogatory statements against black people, white people, Jewish people, and Mexicans. How inclusive of him. James made videos about the state of radical inequality and the need for black people to stand with strength against white supremacy. In a video posted two days before the shooting, James said, Let us not forget. I have been through a lot of shit where I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my fucking face immediately, end quote. In another video, James ranted at the camera and claimed white people look at black people as enslaved people and should not mix. Quote, I tell the American Negro this, and I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other, he said. James takes aim at New York City Mayor Eric Adams in yet another video entitled, quote, I told you so. Quote, Mr. Adams, I'm a victim of your mental health program, James said. Quote, I'm 63 now, full of hate, full of anger, and full of bitterness. He also condemned the mayor for not doing more to combat homelessness. Quote, Eric Adams, Eric Adams, what are you doing now? And what are you doing, brother? What's happening with the homeless situation? Every car, <clears throat> every car I went to was loaded with homeless people. It was so bad. I couldn't even stand. I had to keep moving from car to car He said about the New York City subway. Okay, so when he's talking about cars, he's talking about subway cars and moving from door to... Okay, I get you. I was a little confused when he was talking about it first. I was like, there's people camping in their cars? Okay. Quote, These are the people that was supposed to be helping me, James said. Quote, They made me worse. They made me fucking... They fucking made me worse. They made me more dangerous than anybody could ever fucking imagine, end quote. James mentioned he was a mental health patient at New York Behavioral Health Clinics and claimed that he left with more issues after going there for help. As of Wednesday morning, James had not been located. Police have now offered a $50,000 reward for tips leading to James. That is the end of this article. I ask that people pay close attention to the details of this case as we continue. Now we move on to the next article. Two things. One, I had forgot to give credit. Uh, This article is from, the first article we read was from Timcast. It was by Michael Robinson. Published April 13th, 2022. Now, I was going to play you, or at least show you the audio from these videos, but the channels have been since deleted, and I am having a very hard time finding re-uploads anywhere of this footage. Interesting. Just something to keep in mind going forward, I'm back. It's been about 20 minutes. I had to use go, but I found at least one upload. It's to, uh, you know what? <laughs> this channel is called Quran. Spelled like the book. Well,. The first quote here says, I would just wish people would direct their outrage at politicians and lawmakers instead of everyday people who have absolutely nothing to do with your anger. So we're just going to play a little bit of this video here. Um, this is the man who <coughs> uh, allegedly shot up a subway. Let's let's hear a little bit of what he has to say. Rewind
6: hey what's happening youtube probably doing with you in my car for the very last time because she is going to her final resting place i believe right now the tow truck show up. That's not the tow truck is it i think my tow truck is here i can't tell can't see if he, no, he's not i don't think so waiting about Half hour, forty-five. One hundred forty-five minutes. Said, "Wait for Toto to come get me." Saw a car, so take it to the salvage yard. That's gonna give me um, uh, five hundred fifty dollars for it. You know, um, which is just about what, what I paid out of pocket for it. Because you guys remember, the last car I had got hit by the Reverend <laughs> in the church next door for me. I got twenty-two hundred for that. Then I got another $1,400 from the stimulus. I went into the car. And so that's what? $1,400, $3,600. And then the rest, because it was $4,000 together, I paid for it out of pocket. So that was another what, 400, I like $400 out of pocket for it. That ain't bad. And then I rolled the shit out of this car, man. I rode this car. 11,000 miles I went in this fucking car in less than six months. You know, just constantly going, con- all day and night, just going, making, stopping and going, stopping and going, stopping and going. <laughs> so, just a matter of time, you know, I was hoping, I was hoping if anything broke down, it would be the engine or the transmission. But it turned out to be the clutch, because I was fucking up with that, too, you know. I was grinding fucking gears and shit, you know, pulling off in the wrong gear and all that kind of shit. So, that, that kind of contributes to the fucking problem. This stuff happened to my mass cylinder. I don't know if something was leaked my mass cylinder. I don't know what the fuck it was. That master cylinder provides, you know, um hydraulics to both the, the um, clutch, you know, and, and, and the brakes so once that went you know the whole shift just went You and uh, i was hoping that cost you covered that but they don't cover they didn't cover they don't cover the question so um but it's cool though you know i gotta you know gotta cancel i'll cancel i will yeah, cancel i cancel my insurance i'm going to get they're going to send me some money i just paid that that was 90 like something dollars to pay that they're going to send me that back and um yeah so my car is going to its find a resting place i'm gonna go and take this money that's going we get from this hit the casino again i, probably, I might take you out on a full i might i might take you all on a full tour I might go to the casino i don't know i see how i feel but uh, yeah, so this is where I am. And um, yeah, I mean, if you're in a situation like this and you have a car and you're not sure what to do, what you can do is find um, long-term parking for it just so you can buy yourself some time before you jump right in and spend money. I know it's hard to be without a car, um, but it's not for me. You know, I've been taking buses my whole life, right? This is the first time I had a car. Since goddamn since 2008 whatever it was. so probably, so it's not a problem for me but if you know you're going into the situation where you you know your car has a certain breakdown you're not sure if you want to fuck with it or not you know balance side what you want to pay for it now I would say put the car in long term storage you know find a uh, storage facility that, that stores vehicles and it's gonna cost you about know, so 100 a month you know just you buy yourself some time to think about what you want to do or just to get the money together whatever it is you, know, you don't want to jump right into handing somebody some money because this dude wanted me to he wanted me to buy this motherfucker tried to get me to buy a battery for this motherfucker before, even, before we even the she was a baby, he wanted me to buy a battery a for few hundred dollars that he wanted me to buy a lot of battery for his mother before we knew what anything, you know, because check out a kid with Costil. And I was about to go home. I said, What the fuck if I get the battery? That it nah, man. No, wait, wait till you see. I'm gonna see what Costile does work. Then we'll get the battery put in. Fuck that, because that has been shit. You know, uh, i have got some some brand. So yeah, I mean if you gotta take the bus, you gotta take the bus. You know, gas is expensive. As shit, gas is going up, it's not going down. Gas is not going down. You know, you got gas, you got other, shit, other expenses you gotta pay. And shit, I just paid for my fucking what's thing. I can't get that money back now. But that's cool, that's all. That's all that's all paid for. So, me doing my Instacart, you know, other shit doing, delivery service shit. All that shit's paper. I me. I made some pretty happy, happy, decent bread. You know, um, especially with this shit. You are know, my car up. Yeah, but, you know, I got I got a nice little of change in the back, you know. Um. All right, I think this is it, whole I'll to you guys later. All right, so I'm back for part two. That was a mechanic just called me. That's why I, That's why I just had to take a little break from videotaping. He said it will be in about 20 minutes and shit. I got to get a ride with him to the salvage yard. And, yeah, so I'm planning to go out um, tomorrow. take you guys back with me to the casino and shit. You know, see if I can um do as good. This time I did the last time. So yeah, this is gonna save me. I mean, I, I got the bread. I got the money to get the car fixed. I mean, I got the bread. That's not a problem. But man, fuck that. I'm gonna spend no motherfucking few thousand dollars for this shit. I don't need it. I, I don't need it. I'm good. Really, when I, I move to up, up to you know uh, Philly or whatever, I'm not gonna need a car for what? And, it's, and parking is horrendous up there, especially. Yeah, you know, all it's, 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 anyway, it's you know, horrendous. these shit, fucking You know, um, I've been taking buses. I'm used to that shit now. I'm good with it. And um, this shit happened to really get perfect. I, I can actually, but it's just gonna break down. This was the perfect time for the breakdown. Because I damn sure wasn't gonna do no fucking delivery, no nothing, in no minute time. Fuck that. You know, it's snow and cold? No sir. And this this and I was thinking I might have to buy some snow tires, cause shit, this motherfucker was slipping and sliding in the rain. You know, this has very like, even though I had new, new tires, it was cheap new tires, it was cheap joints. I bought four new tires way back. You um, know, but this has no, was no traction, so there's no way I was trying to drive no fucking snow and all that. I, had, I was thinking about putting it in the, you know, parking structure. You know, get a monthly parking um permit, parking and park in, parking indoors for the winter time, like I did, like I did my other car, which is a good idea. I mean, you know, if you if you have a there's a snowstorm coming or some like that, that's another thing you may want to think about. If there's a snowstorm and you're not too far from a parking structure. Park your car inside the structure until the storm is over. Let that shit just you know. until they have to dig that motherfucker out, go all change. Really. So I'm 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 good, man. I'm in a good spot right now with this. I'm really in a good spot. Everything's cool, you know. I got you know my money's my money's pretty good, you know. I'm not hurting for money at all, you know. So that's why I take a little five, six, whatever it takes to casino and shoot it up and yeah, you know. But I'm gonna come out with something fuck that you know. I got like the glass on. I'm coming the same way. Well, a little more or less I'm gonna have some in my pocket any fucking way, you know. And then I'm just gonna start getting ready to to, to pack up, get the fuck out of here, man. But who the fuck you know? I'll be out of here by April, man. You know, so I'll be up in Philadelphia some fucking way. And I already got that. Um, Worked out. I'm gonna give me i am I'm gonna rent a um, a fucking Penske, um, a Penske uh, cargo van, high top joints. I already know what i said. That's, that's gonna cost me, well, roughly, I think it's a thousand, two ninety something like that. Yeah, thousand two ninety, unlimited miles. There's no miles on it. So I, I, you know, I can drive it as far as I want, as long as I want. I'll probably keep that out for like a couple of weeks. Let to try a couple weeks on that. I'm, I'm gonna take the scenic route up to um, Philly and shit. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna stress that out a little bit. You know, make a few stops here and there and shit along the way before I get all the way up there. And yeah, so I'm good. I'm good. I'm in, I'm in a really good spot right now. So I'm just waiting for this dude to show up so we can, um, drop this motherfucker off at the, at the, um, the yard and, um, take my ass home and I need to shave and shower. Fuck Ryan, you know, since he told me the news, I ain't shaved, or shower, or nothing. I took a shave, take a shower, all of those shit, you know, and get ready for tomorrow and head out and, um, see if we can uh, get a few dollars in our pocket, so to speak. But how it goes, you know, that's the story for me to, um, today. That's the adventure I'm involved in, um, taking my vehicle to its final resting place and uh moving on just keeping the pushing so these decisions you may have to make one day because you had older car, something blows out it gives out where the fuck it is you take the mechanic and he wants to charge you a I raise some amount of money to get it fixed you know um well you should have to play you know nothing, nothing else you got to play because they'll give you free uh four free tolls a year with AAA. so if you take a mechanic he says some crazy amount of money and you're debating whether you want to do it and i said to jump right into it have your towed to a place where you can park it off the street and think about what the fuck you want to do you know give yourself some time don't just jump right into shit. You'll regret it later on for sure. A lot of us just don't, don't have it like that, you know, you know you what know, your circumstances. So, I want to mention that as I sit here and you know we me could mechanics 10 20 minutes. So, let me um let me get off this uh video and I'll talk to you guys later. Take it easy. and guess where the fuck I'm at? <laughs> He's back in the casino trying to get some benzino in my hand. I may come back to 25. Be on the black. I'm gonna face the black jack though. So, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get You know, I think I'm more here. We go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That I couldn't post on YouTube at the same time, so I'll talk, I'll talk to y'all later. Alright, so I'm back in, I'm back in for the video. And I'm telling this video, it's war. It is war. Now, let me first say that I have a version of this video on FS Avenger that I couldn't post on YouTube, and um, because of the language and because of some of the things that I said, there's no way I can say what I'm saying on FS Avenger. That i'm saying on youtube i'll leave a link to the video of course in the description box so you can see it at your own leisure that video and what you just watched is how pretty much my last couple of days went you know uh as you can as you heard i no longer have a vehicle car shield did not cover the damages on my vehicle because you, know, you just weren't covered you know and obviously with the caution has to be some major for them to, to cover your you know major damages but I've been towing my car everywhere. I had about five toes, so that made up for some of the fucking money that I spent on the shit. And like I said, you know, I got five fifty for the car. You know, I feel like I came out ahead of the game because ultimately, as I mentioned earlier, you probably already know this. Um, out of pocket, I only spent six fifty for the car. You know, the rest of the money came from insurance that I got from my other car that got hit by the pastor that lives next door to me. I got 2200 for that. I got 1400 for my stimulus. The car costs 4000 so you do the math. And I paid the difference. So it was pretty good. I got a pretty good run. And I ran the shit out of that car. I ran to shit. <laughs> that car, man. I think I put something. I put like 11,500 miles or something on that car from the time, you know, um, that I got it until it, it finally, the clutch gave out. It was a clutch. It was actually a master cylinder fail. It was a leak, uh, a leak developed in the master cylinder in some kind of way. <clears throat> and what the master cylinder does, it it, it houses the, the, the hydraulic uh, um, fluid that, um, you know, regulates the brakes and the clutch. And that all ran out. And as I was driving, like I said one time before, I, believe, I started smelling some kind of, like something was smoking. I can smell smoke. But I know what the fuck was going. so I kept stat. Once you start having problems like that, I'm not gonna, I made my mind, I'm not gonna put my money back in fucking fucking machines. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Did it? You know, like I said, when I was in Jersey, that I have one FS Adventure called This War. I was dealing with a subject that um, if you consider yourself heterosexual male, you got a lot of motherfuckers, you know, that, you know, you got a lot of people here who are undercover in their, uh, I'll just say the homosexuality. You look at people and you really can't tell that they're bi or try or whatever the fuck it is. But if you consider yourself to be a straight male, heterosexual male, you- these fucking machines. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Did it? You know, like I said, when I was in Jersey, practically every time I went to Atlantic City, I can't. go that or was dealing with a subject that, um, if you consider yourself heterosexual male, you got a lot of motherfuckers. You know that. You know, you got a lot of people here who are undercover in their. Uh, I'll just say the homosexuality. You look at people, and you really can't tell that they're bi or try or whatever the fuck it is. But if you tell yourself to be a straight male, heterosexual male, you're not down with none of that bullshit. Then yeah, it's a war. It's a war on every level for you. It's you know, it's war in every direction. Whether it be from the other communities that you know have a sexual orientation issue, or be from white people or other minorities who don't like black people, you, we are the enemy. Heterosexual black men, I feel we are the enemy. And we have to prepare ourselves and live our lives like we're at war, even though we don't want to. There's no way around this. And ultimately, unfortunately, we have to look at ourselves in a way that says that we may not live to see tomorrow. We have to live in a way that says, hey, we may not be here tomorrow, so we have to take advantage and enjoy, get as much pleasure out of each and every day. And as I'm going to mention to you in that video that I made of this adventure, you have to get to a point in your life where you have nothing to lose. You know, uh, and that was my main problem and why I was attacked and consistently attacked and didn't retaliate because I had something to lose. I didn't want to fuck this white boy up because if I fuck this white boy up, I'm going to jail. I'm going to lose. Nobody has my back. I have no support. I'm by myself. So I'm going to go to jail and lose everything I have. I can't afford to do that. But then now I'm looking like a punk and a bitch and all the rest of this shit because I didn't retaliate and attack this white bitch. Person, excuse my expression. I mean, white person. And then I'll just say Negroes far too many Negroes are predatory in their interaction With you want to look at me and examine me like, you know, and I I continue to say it's it's, it's like a fucking farm animal. This is what animals do. Here we are people who have been taken for every fucking thing. Not something, but everything. And we're going to prey on each other and attack each other and not Want to understand why we spent 400 years as slaves, and not to understand why it's part of our fault why we spent that much time as slaves? Because the way our mentality has developed to prey on each other, and to attack each other, and to look down on each other when we should be one. That was the term back in this in, it, in back in the day. One, one. You're like we we're one. We're supposed to be. But we're not. We're all over the place. They can't afford to be. And so, it's war. And I realized that extremely late in my life, that that's where I should have been with mine. Understanding that I am the enemy. Because I'm black, because I'm male, and because I identify as heterosexual, i am the enemy i'm the one to be attacked i'm the one to be destroyed i'm the one to be turned out to what some i'll just say negro wants me to be turned out to but these mo- mofo- mofos should not be picking cotton they should not be up to your dirty black necks in cotton even though if we check the record. That's their rightful place. I'm not going to get too deep off into that. you got to watch my video, Places. To, you wanna, if you want get, to get into that, you got to listen to Places. And so it's war. And that's what I talk about in that video extensively in FS of the Let me say this to you. i got to say this. i got to miss this my subscriber. Um, I say things in that video that are directed toward a certain group of people that are probably never that that definitely never going to watch my videos i'm envisioning people who have attacked me and assaultingly when i say certain things that you may be offended by i'm not necessarily talking to you even though i am talking to all of us i'm specifically talking to a specific group of motherfucking black people who feel i don't know they're insane they're out of their minds and they're not going to stand that until again they're in the gutter, dirty and stinking. Wonder where to get their next meal from, or whether they get some water to drink the next day. That has to be the condition of the majority of Negroes to put us in a position, the place where we could, where the possibility can exist for us to make the change we need to make. That we're not going to do voluntarily as long as we're comfortable. As long as in our comfort zone, we're not going nowhere to do shit. We're going to be happy and content exactly where we are. And so it's warm. Check out the video on F.S. Avenger. I'm going a link, a link to the, I'm gonna leave a link for that video in the description box below. Um, but be warned, yes, I'm going to say some things that are going to be offensive to you. Every uh, video I make on F.S. Avenger, let me say this to you. It's going to be something I'm going to say. that's going to be offensive to you. And it's going to sound like I'm talking to you directly, but I'm actually talking to somebody else. But we're all involved in this thing. I can't separate you. There's going to be collateral damage. Because we're in this thing together, we want to be a knot. We came here together on the same boats. We stood here together on the same auction blocks. We worked together picking the same cotton. And now you want to separate? Now you want to be something above and better? You know, maybe it's time for us as a group of people to go out of existence. Maybe the people that have the real power would do us a favor by getting rid of us. Because they have truly destroyed us. And based on that fact alone that we cannot come together and be a real people, not some superficial bullshit about some brother-sister dumb shit. No. I'm talking about an orthodoxy. Be orthodox in our togetherness. We need this. But of course, if you're comfortable, if you're like a hog or a pig or a cow in the pasture chewing your cut or a pig wallowing, why did you, well, I don't care about nothing. I'm, I'm comfortable. I got this mud to wallow in. I got this grass to chew on in the pasture. Even though it's just a matter of time before I'm taken to the slaughter be chopped up, to be hamburgers, hot dogs, or whatever else they want to make me out of. And this is basically where the Negro is, and is thinking, like a dumb farm animal, chewing his cud, wallowing in the mud. And if this is where we are happy being, then you'll be happy back picking some cotton. I'll keep saying that. I'm not going to stop saying it. Because we're going in one big circle right back there. If we don't decide to make some serious changes and adjustments in the way we look at live and think about life there's only we're going back we're going back to where we say we should have never left so that's what i wanted to mention i just wanted to tell you that there's a video on fs avenger if you choose to click on it cool if you don't that's cool too but be warned you're probably going to be offended. Matter of fact, I'm, I'll just say you're going to be offended by some things I have to say. They're painful and they hurt, but they're necessary. And and it's real shit, whether you want to accept it or not. It's real. It's reality. It's a part of reality that we don't want to deal with in a phase. And um, I talk about some things, you know, dealing with the issue of war and being a person that's involved in war that is very necessary for you to get, I'll just say, uh the most out of your life, what's ever left of it. It's your life, you can do what you want with it. You can throw it up against the wall if you wanna, you can throw it out, whatever you want, you can do. And uh I'll talk about that anyway. Let me just say that. So that's my video. Thank you for your time. Take it.
8: Easy. And While I have a few more minutes for this recording, I'm going to play some in now. This is Inside Edition on this topic.
2: It's over. One of the biggest manhunts in New York history ended today with the arrest of the suspect cops believed carried out the subway mass shooting that caused utter terror during rush hour. While making his way to New York, the suspect filmed himself in a rented van clearly full of anger. Les Trent begins our coverage
5: they got him the madman who cops say unleashed havoc on a new york subway train was captured today wandering around manhattan the nypd says tips started pouring in after they released a wanted poster for the suspect frank james a civilian spotted him walking down canal street in lower manhattan another witness saw him at this mcdonald's police responded to the report that the suspect was inside this mcdonald's but when they got here he was not inside. They did, however, find him just a few blocks away, and you will not believe what he was doing. Witnesses say the man who allegedly wreaked so much havoc on this city was simply standing right here, charging his phone. I see. I see the guy. We catch the guy, man. The arrest at 1.42 p.m. was captured on video by multiple bystanders. You ought to die. You ought to be with James be is 62 years old a drifter who posts angry videos on YouTube under the moniker prophet of truth.
6: I am driving. I am driving. I am driving.
5: A day by day timeline is emerging from the video diary. Last month he was living in Milwaukee when he suddenly packed up and drove to Philadelphia. I'm heading back into the danger zone,
6: so to speak. You know, um, and it's triggering a lot of Negative thoughts, of course.
5: From Philadelphia, cops say he rented a U-Haul van and drove to New York. That's the van crossing the Verrazano Bridge in Brooklyn the morning of the subway attack. In this exclusive surveillance video obtained by WCBS, we see a man who looks like Frank James, disguised as a construction worker, walking to the subway to allegedly carry out the bloody assault. Notice he's carrying a tote and wheeling around a bag that police say contained a hatchet, two gas canisters, a nine millimeter handgun with three extended magazines. Also a stash of fireworks that he bought in Wisconsin. And here's the receipt. He paid $14.99 for a six pack of smoke bombs. He was talking to himself the whole time. Subway passenger Fachim Jalasji says he was sitting across from the suspect on the end train when the attack commenced. He was just shooting boom, boom, boom. I was like, whoa, this guy's crazy. He says the man pointed the gun at him and fired twice, leaving bullet holes in his pants. Only by some miracle was he not hit. Like I say, I'm lucky to live. That's all I'm going to say. I got really lucky. Cops say James fired 33 times into the subway car, hitting 10 people. The subway station where the mayhem took place is open today. And as you can see, the platform has been scrubbed clean of blood. The subway attack has not helped New York City's battered image, as the city fights rising crime and the pandemic. Real Housewives of New York's Bethany Frankel says she's fed up with the crime.
3: New York City is not safe. You've got to take the handcuffs off the police, flood the system, do stop and frisk, and return some civility to the subway system that's our veins and arteries. If you don't, Sean, New York City
5: will never recover. But today there is relief in the city as the suspect in Tuesday's rush hour nightmare is apprehended. My fellow New Yorkers. We got, it. we got.
3: The emergency, and I say, you know what? I when I got you,
8: I when I. This is the alleged person who spotted him charging his phone and called the cops.
3: The emergency, and I say, you know what? I when I got you, I when I got you. You one. I got you, who's gonna get you? A lot of people sitting and I was
5: working and I catched him, God, thank God. And he I want I see the bag and seat. he was working in the street, I told the people, I see the car police uh come from the street, tell the police, yo, this is the guy and killed the seven people from the Brooklyn. We need to catch him today. If we do I catch him, I kill him. Because this is the guy. Like he tells seven people how it's gonna be like this. And we we catch him. Thank God. Oh my hey, my
8: guys, hey. convincing stuff, folks. We now will move on to more coverage of this event. We're not going to move in to the next article. Then I'm going to play a little bit more news footage from more mainstream media outlets about it. And then we'll do another article reading. This episode will be going a little long in the tooth. Sorry. But there's a lot of information and I want to make sure I go over it. So we now go to Eyewitness News ABC7. This is ABC7 New York WABC-TV. Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. Frank R. James, what we know about Brooklyn Subway shooting suspect.
7: Because this attack crossed state lines and involved mass transit, Frank James is facing a federal terrorism charge. Tomorrow he'll be here in the Eastern District for his first appearance in court. As Frank James was transferred to federal custody merely 29 hours after his alleged rush hour shooting spree, police officials shared a rare moment of relief after months of grim headlines rising
0: crime. I am truly fortunate to stand here among these extraordinary investigators and federal partners to make this announcement. We've had such a tremendous response from all of our partners in this case that have led us to this moment.
7: A moment summed up in a 10-page federal complaint detailing evidence that could send James away for life. Now you're gonna die. It's clear you're gonna die. His hate-filled YouTube brands are just some of the evidence investigators pieced together over those 29 hours, much of it left behind by the shooter himself. At the scene, police found two bags, one of them holding this Glock 9mm handgun purchased legally by James himself in Ohio 11 years ago. Cops also found the key to a U-Haul van, along with a debit card used to rent it Monday afternoon at this location in Philadelphia. Then, yesterday morning before dawn, hours before the shooting, an MTA camera captured the van crossing the Verrazano from Staten Island into Brooklyn. It was parked on Kings Highway in Gravesend, and then in the early morning light, a camera captured James in a construction jacket and hard hat pulling a wheeled bag and walking a few blocks away from the van to a nearby end stop. Everybody, everybody,
5: everybody.
7: After the shooting, police believe James escaped with the crowd onto an adjacent train which carried him and the victims to the next stop where James appeared on camera yet again, the clothing different this time, but the same face, a picture publicized by police that bounced around social media, New York's most wanted man,
3: captured only hours later. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run.
8: All right, now let's get into the article itself. Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Franklin R. James, identified by police as the suspect in the Brooklyn subway shooting that injured 29 people during the height of the morning rush hour Tuesday, is now in custody. Authorities believe he is a man who donned a gas mask, set off a smoke bomb, and then fired 33 shots. On a Manhattan bound end train, wounding 10 people and leaving nearly two dozen others hurt in ensuing chaos. Investigators were examining social media videos in which the 62 year old described the United States as a racist place awash in violence and sometimes railed against Mayor Eric Adams. Quote, this nation was born in violence, it's kept alive by violence, or the threat thereof, and it's going to die a violent death, end quote. He said in one video, quote, there's nothing going to stop that. NYPD Commissioner Kichent Sewell called the post concerning, and officials tightened security for Adams, who was already isolating felt following a posit, uh, positive COVID-19 test on Sunday. James was taken into custody Wednesday after being spotted by bystanders wandering around East Village. The shooter fled in the chaos. leaving behind the gun, extended magazine, a hatchet, detonated and undetonated smoke grenades, a black garbage can, a rolling cart, gasoline, and a key to a U-Haul van. The key led investigators to James, who has addresses in Philadelphia and Wisconsin. NYPD Chief of Detectives James Essig said, The van was later found unoccupied near a station where investigators determined the gunman had entered the subway system. The ATF determined that James bought the ATF determined that James bought the gun used in the subway shooting in a pawn shop in Columbus, Ohio, in 2011. Investigators believe James drove up from Philadelphia on Monday and had reviewed surveillance videos showing a man matching his physical description coming out of the van early Tuesday morning. The officials said. Other video shows James entering the subway station in Brooklyn with a large bag, the official said. After the shooting, Essig Essig said James boarded the R train that pulled into the station and went one step before exiting the 25th Street station. After that, James was seen again at the Park Slope subway stop. Just under an hour later, before fading from view. The gun and the purchase of a gas mask on eBay are among the pieces of evidence that... Let me find my glasses real quick. Because my vision is starting to get a little a little wonky. It's not a very strong prescription. It's more or less to help with eye strain. <clears throat> now, Pardon that, I'm sorry. The gun and the purchase of a gas mask on eBay among the pieces of evidence that elevated James from a person of interest to suspect, sources told ABC News. I'm curious to know what sources. Investigators also grew more comfortable calling James a suspect after they reviewed witnesses who initially gave a height description of the gunman that did not match James' six foot two frame. Authorities have at least one of James's credit cards and are able to track his purchase history. <sighs> Phantom Fireworks confirmed in a statement that James purchased products in Wisconsin believed to have been left behind in the 36 subway station. At this early stage in the investigation, authorities have discovered no meaningful felony arrest in James's critical or uh, Yep, critical history. I thought maybe it was gonna say criminal, but it actually says critical. So sorry about that. Only a number of misdemeanor charges. They must have meant criminal. At this early stage of the investigation, authorities have discovered no meaningful felony arrest. In James's criminal history, only a number of misdemeanor charges. But it says, This is what it says. At this early stage of the investigation, authorities have discovered no meaningful felony arrest in James's critical history. Only a number of misdemeanor charges. Maybe ABC meant critical? It just doesn't seem like the right place to use it. But I guess it's critical to the case. But I don't know. However, rambling, profanity-filled YouTube videos apparently posted by James, who is black, replete with violent language and bigoted comments, some against other black people. In one video posted a day before the attack, he criticizes crime against black people and says dramatic action is needed. Quote, You got kids going in in here, now taking machine guns and mowing down innocent people, James says. Quote, it's not going to get better until we make it better, end quote. He said, adding that he thought things would only change if certain people were, quote, stomped, kicked, and tortured out of their comfort zones. There's a video here. Let's see. Howan at
3: another location. Candice, can you
6: take it away? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're at 25th and 4th, Joe, and you can see the uh, response here. The street is completely shut down. A few cars that are moving, but a lot of the businesses are kind of just here lingering. Uh, The streets shut down. And then if you look over here at the subway entrance, it's completely blocked off. And this might be where it's believed that this all started, where this suspect might have gotten on the train here. And then those victims then got off or were noticed at the next station down uh, on 36th. But this is here again at 25th and 4th, where they believe this might have started earlier this morning around 830. Again, you can see the uh, large police presence, the fire presence really also. And on our way here, there were nonstop uh, officers coming from Manhattan that you, you, as you can imagine, your commanders probably uh, headed out this way as they try and get a grip on the situation. Now, I want to uh, bring in Ajira. She lives right here. Ajira, yes. Okay, you live right
9: here. And tell me, what did you hear this morning? Well, my daughter goes to school right here on 30th Street, 4th Avenue, and they owe you here it was a big loud noise something like like an explosion and then there was just people running out of the train station so it was very you know hectic this morning i'm sure for your daughter that was hard for her yeah. You're, she what did you figure out what's going on what were people saying there were people just running everywhere there's just people like they said they were injured you couldn't see anything from downstairs it was coming out of the train station on 36th street so i'm walking towards 25th street there was people coming out of 25th street train station so it's been a hectic morning when you said they were injured what were you seeing what type of injuries honestly people were just you know bleeding those you know we had no idea what was really going on uh, did you, i mean at this point i i can imagine
1: you grabbed your daughter and ran
9: yeah, well, I'm taking her to school, and then they shut down the school. Well, they did shut it down, but they locked down the schools and everything. So, I mean, at least their kids were safe. You know, when it came to elementary school, I, there's a junior high school right across the street from where everything happened. But, you know, the, the trees are crowded. It's too early in the morning. You know, there is where they're intercept, the B, the D, the F, the, you know, the, all the trees are there. So, and, and it's very hectic because it was like 8.30 in the morning. A busy time for sure and they're saying
1: that there were at least five people maybe up to 13 that were injured in all of this was anybody saying
9: what they saw down there what they heard um that they heard an explosion they heard a big boom and then um there was people banging into each other there was smoke everywhere and then there was people lying on the platform so it's, it's just been a hectic hectic morning
1: we've been hearing non-stop recently about subway violence but it's just you never kind of expect it to hit right
9: here yeah, I mean, it's been going on all over Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. We heard about something that happened in Queens last night. I mean, this is every time I put on the news and I always watch you guys and it's like incredible. And, you know, there's just so much violence, so much going on. Can't even be outside. Can't even be in the street anymore. Yeah, it's daylight. This is probably the time. Daylight. It's early in the morning. I mean, come on. This is nonsense. What did you tell your daughter about all this stuff that she was saying? You no, know, that everything was okay, you know. I mean, she's only six years old, so we have to, you know, keep them calm and let them, you know, go through the day without, you know, worrying about any anything that's going on. Absolutely. It's a harsh reality that hopefully yeah. your six-year-old does not have to learn about. Um, I mean,
1: this
9: is, this is bad. This has gotten really, really bad.
8: Well, may I make the first recommendation of if you don't want your child to be aware or around violence growing up, perhaps don't live in New York. But moving on. Several videos mention New York City subways. A February 20-minute long video. It says the mayor and governor, Kathy Hutchell, planned to address homelessness and safety in the subway system, quote, is doomed for failure and refers to himself as a victim of the city's mental health programs. A January 25th. Uh, sorry, a January 25th video criticizes Adam's plan to end gun violence. And that brings us to the end of this article. We'll now move on. We're now going to play some more mainstream news footage.
3: You shoot all those people, Frank! Just one day after his arrest ended a nearly 30-hour manhunt across New York City, the alleged Subway gunman making his first court appearance... Frank James was denied bail Thursday. His lawyers didn't object. The 62-year-old suspect sat in prison clothes as a federal judge told James he's accused of committing a terrorist act or other violence against a mass transportation system. Asked if he understood the charge, James replied, yes. The assistant US attorney saying James was a flight risk and still presented a serious risk of danger to the community. Prosecutors calling the rampage premeditated and carefully planned. The suspect's attorney's asking the public to be open-minded about a man accused of shooting 10 people.
1: Mr. James saw his photograph on the news. He called Crime Stoppers to help.
3: But a senior law enforcement official tells NBC police were already closing in after NYPD spotted this tweet around 10.30 a.m. Wednesday. You're walking around the East Village, What made you say, that's Frank James? I mean, there was just so much movement around me everywhere. There was cars, there was people, there was so much movement. And then there was one still guy just sitting on a bench, resting, not drinking, not eating, um, not on his phone, not reading anything. In a Today Broadcast exclusive, Jack Griffin telling me he snapped those Twitter photos Wednesday morning on a photo class field trip. So you were close enough for him to hear that. Yes, I was. The 17-year-old says that shutter noise alerted James, who began walking away as Griffin pretended to photograph his friends so he could capture one more image before posting and contacting police. I'm super, super proud of that, but it wasn't just my tip. There's so many tips going on. I'm just happy that, again, that he's off the streets. James's attorneys requested that he receive a psychiatric evaluation and also revealed that he suffers from leg cramps. He has not yet entered a plea, but if convicted, James could face up to life in prison. Meanwhile, the chief of the New York City subway system says from Tuesday, the day of the attack to Wednesday, there was a slight uptick in the number of riders on the train system, but there are certainly still New Yorkers who are hesitant to get on those trains. Savannah. All right, Jesse Kirsch in Brooklyn for us. Thank you, Jesse
8: this last one is cbs news
2: we begin with the man police say is responsible for shooting 10 people and injuring at least 13 others on a subway train in brooklyn frank james is in federal court today the 62 year old is facing federal terror related charges that could land him in prison for the rest of his life he was taken into custody wednesday in manhattan's east village after a 30-hour manhunt Police believe James called the tip line on himself, alerting authorities to his location. That call was followed by other tips from individuals who then spotted him. CBS News' Kate Smith has more.
4: A day after being placed in federal custody, Frank James is set to make his first appearance at a Brooklyn court.
3: We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere
4: left for him to run the 62 year old subway shooting suspect was arrested without incident in the east village on wednesday after tipping off police to his location at a mcdonald's according to investigators cops were pointed in his direction by alert locals like zach dehan
5: i see that guy he walking from the screen i see him from the cameras so i thought oh,
4: this guy let me call the police the subway shooting suspect faces a federal terrorism charge of carrying out violence against mass transit what prosecutors believe was a premeditated attack.
8: If convicted, he will face a sentence of up to life imprisonment.
4: This surveillance video appears to show James entering a subway station early Tuesday morning. before he allegedly detonated smoke bombs and fired 33 shots into a subway car, injuring at least 20 people. Investigators describe him as a lone wolf who posted hours of violent racist rants online, including threats to New York City Mayor Eric Adams.
6: Our children are safe because of the action of the chancellor, the teachers, the principals all over the city.
4: The New York City native was known to the NYPD and had an arrest record spanning at least 15 years in several states. Kate Smith, CBS News,
2: New York. I want to bring in Robert Strang. He's a former DEA agent and the CEO of Investigative Management Group. Bob, welcome. It's so great to have you here with us today. And you were such a big help yesterday as we were covering this breaking story. But tell us how police were able to abduct Frank James so quickly. It just took them 30 hours from the time the crime was committed.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And, And there were a lot of things that happened at the same time. The receipt that was left on the ground in the subway station actually gave them a lead to go to the Philadelphia storage unit. The weapon they were actually able to trace back to where he purchased in Ohio. Going back on the end line with all the CCTV that was operable not only in the subway station but around the subway stations, they had the no they had the manpower to be able to go in and trace that back. In addition, You know, this was all happening at the same time with hundreds of agents and police working on this. So they really shrunk his world quickly.
2: And is that why you think he actually phoned authorities himself to tip them off as to his whereabouts? Well, you know, it's
0: interesting. That was that was kind of the first 24 hours, if you will, if you round it out. And then the second 24 hours was really a matter of uh, talking with relatives, doing no knock search warrants because of the fear that he might while He was still out there have access to ammunition, uh, and weapons. Um, so you had a you had a cyber investigation, you had a manhunt, you had uh, interviews with relatives and friends, search warrants, no knock search warrants, it, it was a it was a full court press, sure. and he really felt the pressure. And not to mention, you know, the citizens because of social media, and because of television,
2: uh were able to really help the police in narrowing down his whereabouts all the tips and those emergency alerts we all got on our phones all of that helped like you said to shrink his world very very quickly what is the significance of him being tried for a federal crime and for you know federal prosecutors being on this case
0: well first of all he's uh he's transported a weapon uh, through three states having the federal uh, arraignment today is huge because he'll spend the rest of his life, if convicted, in jail. And the federal system is very different than our state system. And unfortunately, over the past five or 10 years, our our defendants are getting out of jail quicker than the cops that arrested them get off their shift. Mm. So, you know, we're trying to make that change where when you unfortunately, this kind of thing will happen again, unless we can continue to get people in jail.
2: Well, that's chilling to hear that this kind of thing will happen again. In your you know, expert opinion. What do we need to do to stop this from happening again? What needs to change?
0: Right. Look how many times he was arrested. Look at look at James, Frank James, and, and right. He has 13 arrests. And yet he purchased multiple, a states, weapon. multiple states, right? He, you know, why wasn't he in jail? You know, and every time we have a defendant, whether he's a, a lone ranger like this individual or someone who's part of a bigger and larger organization, mm-hmm. we always go back and we see this tremendous History of criminal activity.
2: Let me ask you something. Could that gun seller in Ohio, who legally sold him that nine millimeter Glock that was found uh, at the scene of the crime and that police say he used in this crime, could that uh, gun seller be found liable?
0: It's possible, but he probably did follow the protocol mm-hmm. in Ohio, um, you know, because most gun sellers, uh, as uh, agent DeVito said yesterday are monitored very closely by atf
2: but even with a rap sheet that long if you apply to buy for a gun and you have multiple arrests in multiple states you can still buy a gun
0: part of the problem here and this is only after 48 hours but these are all misdemeanors right. they've all been they've all been taken from a felony right and pled down to a misdemeanor so no that's part of the problem right we have to be able to prosecute these people keep them in jail and keep them from doing
2: things that they did hear. Robert Strang, thank you so much for joining us. We so-
8: that brings us to the end of the news part of this episode. We will now go into my opinions and speculations. I'm going to make some claims or suggestions. They are all predicated on my opinions from thinking and looking over the evidence, listening to many more of these official mainstream media uh, companies' coverage of this, listening to various... Independent outlets on the left and the right talk about it, everywhere from Crowder to Tim Poole to Jimmy Dore um, and Luke Rakowski. This opinion piece I'll be going into could make me sound like Alex Jones talking about Sandy Hook. That being said, you do not have to listen at the end, after this. I'll give a countdown, when I'll go into opinion pieces, and we'll go from there. But if you choose to leave now, and not hear my speculation, I completely understand People were injured. This is an event that it, people were hurt. That is undeniable. People were injured. It needs to be taken as seriously as possible. So if you choose to, you know opt out, I completely understand. it's upsetting. Content to uh, consume. You know, I, I'm a big believer in the content you consume affects your brain the same way as the food you eat affects your, your body. So that being said, if you leave now, thank you for stopping by the show. There will be an upload at 1 o'clock today. Uh, I appreciate you stopping on by. And we'll get into my speculation in 3, 2, one. So With everything we know so far I've heard a few things that just Stand out to me Things that just rub me the wrong way Including this nagging gut feeling That this dude isn't Hmm. Fuck it. I want to say because I'm 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 probably wrong. This is probably just a gut feeling and a handful of things that might seem nitpicky, but I just feel like this dude is an our guy, and I'm gonna go into that and why. And I'm gonna do the best I can to back up and. I don't know, give uh, my counter-arguments to this uh, a little bit more strength to stand on. Now, something I want to get out of the way first. As I I said just a minute ago, I'm recording this later because I I want to go back over uh, certain things that stood out to me before I got into the recording. Well, people were injured. Innocent. Normal people on their way to work, on their way to school, on their way to home. Normal, everyday people. It could have been one of you listening's relatives. It could have been anyone we love and know in New York. Right? People were harmed. Thank God there were no. Casualties. None. People were hospitalized. Yes. People who did not deserve to get hurt, who have done nothing wrong, were not part of anything, got pulled into something and they got completely fucked up. So I'm not removing anything from the tragedy of this day. I respect the gravity of the situation. And I'm very grateful it wasn't worse. It's a tragedy that it happened. Now with that being said, let's move on to this. Well, let's start with the obvious. It's always a security camera, isn't it? Doesn't work. Why is that? Epstein, McAfee, you name it, Tarmac. Cameras just don't work, you know? They shut down. Oof. Oh, power went out only to that one specific camera though. Oh, wires shorted out conveniently. Oh, no, sorry. uh, Lost the footage. Mm. It's always something with the cameras, right? James, why are you talking about cameras? Well, I overlooked a little bit of the stories. There's parts of the story that are not getting talked about, which need to be addressed. And I may not be the most qualified person to do it, but let me try. Just for a short period of time, let's go to the New York Times. (coughs) Published, April 13th, 2022 by Michael LaForgia, NLA, and Michael Rothfield. Headline, cameras at the station where the subway shooting occurred were flagged as faulty days earlier. A subway security system that failed in Brooklyn Station, where a gunman committed a mass shooting on Tuesday, had been flagged by New York City transit workers for malfunctioning two days early. Er, sorry. Transit officials said maintenance workers inspected the cameras on Sunday and traced the problem to a fiber optic optic cable connection failure that had also interrupted feeds from other cameras in two other stations. The local stop immediately, <clears throat> the local stop immediately before all scenes of the shooting and the one that immediately after it. I'll reread this. Maintenance workers inspected the camera on Sunday and traced the problem to a fiber optic cable connection failure that had also interrupted feeds from cameras in two other stations. The local stopped immediately before the scene of the shooting and the one immediately after it, the officials said. The camera system failures complicated the search for the shooter who wounded 10 people and caused injuries to at least 13 more when he opened fire on a crowded N train at 36th Street Station during the morning rush. The breakdown deprived investigators of important information from the scene. Tim Milton, a spokesperson for the Metropolitan Transit Authority, which oversees the subways, said the camera system glitches at the 36th Street trace <clears throat> were traced to quote a node in a server room, end quote, that failed over the weekend, but added that images of the suspect were captured by cameras and technology elsewhere in the transit system. That's the thing elsewhere in the transit system. Quote The suspect was able to be seen and movements evaluated from the MTA's assistant. And, "Mr. Milton said he added that the cameras with malfunctioning feeds were located at turn tiles," quote, where they would not be in a position to capture any activity on the platforms below. Well, that's just nifty. Aside from complicating the manhunt, the malfunctions also raise concerns about the state of the subway security system at the time of intense public anxiety stroked by a series of violent incidents on the city's transit system. Will they go and repair the system, or will they go for a broader, more aggressive police state? I'm just curious. I'm just curious because that's something Adams has been talking about for a very long time. Oh, we got to get the police. We got to make the police great again. Ah, well, boys, you you caught a terrorist. All that right after Joe Biden. You know what? We'll touch on that later. But let's get back into this article. It's just convenient, right? No footage at the station where he gets on, and no footage at the next station, wherein he gets off the subway. We have the footage conveniently of, of people running from the smoky cabin, right? We have that footage, but not the footage of him boarding or exiting. We have a picture of him walking out of a subway, dressed completely different than him going down into the subway. They mentioned in the earlier, or or I mentioned, and the the. News clips also mention that he was dressed as a construction worker carrying a wheelbarrow and a, and like a, 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 like a fucking backpack thing. And he walks out, no construction clothing, but that's not, they don't mention anything about construction clothing being found at the scene. They don't. Well, it's found at the scene. One report says they found the Uh, the wheelbarrow thing he had. All reports say they found the gun, the U-Haul keys, a credit card, and by the way, I'm going to leave links to everything I've used in this. You can just Google it. The gun looks like someone scraped the fucking, tried to scrape the serial number off of it. And that's one of the things Joe Biden was talking about, ghost guns. He blended in Ghost guns and 3D printed guns into one. And the guy happens to leave a gun with the serial numbers attemptedly half-assed, shaved off. And this guy is a, a black supremacist, and he opened fires on a, on a subway largely of black people. Go back and watch the footage. Almost everybody they talk to is a fucking black person. So I'm supposed to believe this, this racist subway guy popped off 33 shots, and he only hit 13 people with no lethalities. Are you fucking serious? And then extended magazines. It's all very suspicious, but let's continue. Details of the surveillance system failures emerged as police announced the arrest of the suspected gunman, Frank R. James, 62. They also say 63, 62, 63. They can't keep that straight either. Who was taken into custody on Wednesday in Manhattan's East Village. Transit officials said that the problems affecting the cameras at the three Brooklyn stations were resolved on Wednesday, and that all the surveillance feeds were functioning properly. All oh, they're fixed. They're fixed at last. What great fucking timing. And you just... So why didn't you fix him sooner when you when you, you detect the problem two days before the incident happened right and now you just fixed it after all this happens there's no pictures of this man you're having arrested and possibly locked up for the rest of your life boarding or exiting the fucking subway really oh and not to mention they said five five male they said he was a five five male. 170 pounds when this man is six foot five 200 and something pounds this is a very big guy there is no way you can look at this guy and think five five 170 pounds you know like how no one talked about the weight in any of the articles abc Fucking The Guardian, none of these... Oh, I haven't gotten to The Guardian one yet. Oh, my bad, that's coming up. But The Times, none of these places have talked about his weight. They brought up the 170 in all the news footage, in the first article, but they did not bring up his actual weight. Y'all know why? Because this man is clearly in the heavy 200s, or light 300-pound area. Because you can't, you can be like, oh, it was a typo. We meant five, we didn't mean to say five, five or five, six. We meant six, five, <laughs> all backwards typing. Nope, my bad. But that's that's been reported across all the media up until his arrest. And this guy has got a bunch of misdemeanors too. I need to find out what these misdemeanors really are. I found some things, but they're very conflicting. I don't want to report on that detail until I actually know for certain, but I will be back with confirmed update if I can get updates. But let's continue with this article. But yeah, I'm happy the, the cameras are now fixed. <clears throat> the MTA has in the last several years attempted to expand its use of surveillance cameras in the New York City subway system. And last fall announced that it had placed them all in, in all two, 472 stations. In 2005, the system had om, only had cameras in about half of its stations. Still, there are no cameras on subway trains and in many strategic locations. Interesting word, cameras that the MTA has, Now, vary in quality. Some installed in a hurry, make sure every station was covered, have less definition and and capability for real-time monitoring than others, said Andrew Albert, an MTA board member. Quote, hopefully we get a lot more of those. Mr. Albert said, noting that the man arrested on charges of raping a woman in Central Park last year had been captured on video entering a nearby subway station. The MTA's board last month approved a $50 million contract to install closed security cameras near turntiles and gates in 88 stations, records show. Some officials say monitoring such areas can make subway safer, Yeah, certainly seems to, doesn't it? Because many who commit crimes in the system do so after jumping turntiles. So, no cameras working that day, but fixed now. Now, I want to take your attention back to a different article. Let me find it real quick. I, I put it off to the side just for this give me just one second I'm gonna find it and put it right in here so right here we're gonna go back and look at a couple things in the ABC article all right so ABC has right here evidence breakdown a series of key discoveries led to the arrest of frank r james the suspect wanted in connection to the shooting aboard an n train in brooklyn that left dozens injured dozens injured on tuesday morning here's the breakdown n train on an n train okay a subway shooting on the n train in sunset park in brooklyn left dozens injured as heightened fears amongst riders about transit safety. Marcus Sullis has the story. Now let's, using control F to find specific things that I'm looking for, height. You find Right here. Investigators also grew more comfortable calling James a suspect after their reinterviewed witnesses who initially gave a height description of the gunman that did not match James's six foot two frame. Keep that in mind, a six foot two frame. Now, the initial reports said something completely different okay find the uh, article give me a hot second so now we're gonna <clears throat> let's rem- i want to remind you abc investigators also grew more comfortable calling james a suspect after they re-interviewed witnesses who initially gave a height description of the gunman that did not match james is six foot two from they abandon the weight thing we go over here to the telegram and they talk about police say the gunman was roughly five foot five inches six foot five versus the original description given by people on the subway to the cops of five foot five right and the telegram or or back over here at abc7 they say Grew more comfortable calling James a suspect after they re-interviewed witnesses who initially gave a height description of the gunman that did not match James's six foot two frame. It wasn't a typo. It wasn't a mistake. They re-interviewed. The cameras didn't work in either the stop. And mind you, oh, best part—he switches subways at some point. Right, the station he gets on it, no cameras working. That guy. Wearing, uh, uh, Duke gets on the subway. Right, no cameras catch him getting on. none. He switches sub subways. Right, and when he arrives at the subway station, cameras just don't work at the the exact one he knows to go to. Right, right. That implies that he knew they weren't working. He just boop. Oh, I just I'm gonna go from the N train to the R train. And the cameras on the R-Train aren't going to work either. But the station in the middle, where he would have had to have switched at some point, worked enough to catch the people running off the subway, right? Because he gets on, rides, does the attack, doors open, people run out, smoke in the air. Some people kind of just, like, lightly jog out. Some people mess with, take their masks off and, like, speed walk away with their hands in their pocket, like, all jauntily, like... And then he, at some point, switches from one from the N train to the R train, and the station he gets off at from the R train has no camera footage. Maybe at some point, you know, he got on the back of the subway and just switched trains somehow. Hmm. Well. that is an interesting idea i must say by the way 170 pounds this guy is six foot five and heavily heavily in the 300 pounds let's try that be I'm going to make this gentleman, James, Frank James here, I'm going to make him a thumbnail of this. So while you watch this episode, you can keep in mind, five foot five, 170 pounds was the description originally given of this guy. And you can tell me where you think they got that number from. You can tell me how you think people mess that up. I don't know how you do. That's a pretty big thing. To goof on. Now let me. So maybe he switched subway cars. Right? We go to the New York Daily News. For our next article. Locked emergency doors trap riders in New York subway. As gunmen open fires. By Clay Goose. April 13th, 2022. Locked emergency doors trapped... Hold on. Pop up pad. Trapped inside the subway car where a crazed gunman set off gas canisters and fired off dozens of rounds on Tuesday morning. Footage of the witnesses account footage and witnesses account from the scenes reveal a terrifying few minutes as riders scrambled through a cloud of smoke as gunshots rang out, unable to move between cars to get to safety. A brave twenty year old man, Fajim Gameshi, tried to break down the locked doors after one of the shooters' bullets passed through his right pant leg narrowly missing his groin quote i jumped over the seat at the back of the train climbing on the top of people i kicked the handle off of the first door and opened it Gamish recalled wednesday as Gamish moved out of the train's second car where the shots were fired the emergency doors at the rear of the train's front car was also locked and he was unable to get it open quote i was banging the door people were looking at me he said quote people piled up behind me fainting as he shot down their legs convenience said he was stuck between the cars until the train got to the 36th street station where the gunmen fled With no cameras working, by the way. He helped get injured riders across the platform to the R train, which took them to the 25th Street Station. There, EMT workers came to their aid. Interesting story. Now, maybe I made a mistake, right? Maybe, maybe I made a mistake. I want to go back and double check. N train over in ABC7. Authorities believe this man who donned a gas mask, meaning his face was covered, donned a gas mask, set off a smoke bomb, and then fled, and then fired 33 shots on a Manhattan-bound N train wounding 10 people, leaving nearly half a, nearly two dozen others hurt in the ensuing chaos. After the shooting, Essex and James boarded an R-train that pulled into the station and went one stop before exiting at the 25th Street Station. After that, James was seen again at a Park Slope subway stop just under... An hour later before finding fading from view hmm and now I want to move over here to the New York Post for a next article now let's do a follow-up article right let's move on to the New York Post okay MTA fails to give info on security cameras' woes in wake of Brooklyn subway shooting. I know we just touched on this, but it's important. If I'm going to say this man, I do not believe this man is guilty of what he was arrested for. This heinous crime, mind you, this man, from what I've gathered, is a small-minded, very, he's clearly an intelligent man. but he is small-minded in world view. He's a very uh, prejudiced man. Not a very pleasant individual. (sighs) He doesn't seem like the best of people, but I do not feel comfortable saying I think this man is guilty of what he's being charged with. I need to make sure that I'm being thorough about it, and if I'm wrong about this, I will never. I will leave this episode up as it is, and I will apologize for being wrong down the road. But I'm growing more and more comfortable in saying that this man is not, not the perpetrator of this. Maybe he's a patsy, but for who and at what level of power? We can only speculate. But let's get into this New York Post article. MTA fails to give info on security cameras in woe, in camera woes in wake of Brooklyn subway shooting. By Craig McCarthy, Nolan Hicks, and David Meyer, April 14th, 2022. The MTA has refused to provide an accounting of NYC's subway surveillance system Thursday. Days after the malfunctioning cameras in two subway stops affected by the subway Brooklyn mass shooting hindered the early stages of the citywide manhunt. The frustrations mounted Thursday, with city council members demanding a full audit of the network of hundreds of cameras on the underground system. Quote, New Yorkers need to know, what the MTA is doing to close these coverage gaps and maintain safe conditions in the subway. A letter signed by Council Speaker Adrienne Adams. Majority Whip Selvick-Brooke Powers and Councilman Justin Brannan, who chairs the Finance Committee demanding an audit of the system, the media has been pa- has been pressing the MTA leaders on the issue since it was revealed that the cameras inside the 36th Street <clears throat> and 25th Street stations in the Sunset Park hadn't been working properly since last Friday. The lack of surveillance videos from the station were where the shooting unfolded and where Frank James allegedly escaped helped create chaos in the early stage of the investigation for NYPD detectives who were scrambling to figure out what had actually unfolded inside the subway system and where the madman had gone. But the feeds in two affected stations weren't working during the terror attack Thursday mor- Tuesday morning, creating a shit show in the NYPD, and delayed getting positive identification on the suspect, who was on the lam for more than a day, the Post previously reported. The MTA owns and maintains the cameras inside the subways and transmits 5,000 live feeds to the NYPD for investigators. It's not that. In comparison, in August 2019, when a man set off the alarms after leaving a pair of rice cookers in the subway, events that echoed the 2016 Chelsea bombing, the NYPD facial recognition unit was able to get a solid lead on who cops needed to track down. In an hour, he arrived and was arrested later that night. The MTA has refused to answer questions about the many cameras, about how many cameras are currently working, what's the protocol to catch and fix issues, and why it took more than four days to get the feeds in two stations up and running again. MTA Communications Director Tim Mitten said the agency was reviewing its protocols regarding safety measures to ensure best practices are deployed as in standard high-profile incidents. Deputy Commissioner for the Intelligence and Counterterrorism John Miller said the NYPD is in contact with the MTA about downed feeds and was made aware of the issue with the cameras at hand previously. So he's a camera, you know. Now let's move on to this other story here from CNN. We'll just read a little bit of it. Five people will share a $50,000 reward for tips that led to Brooklyn Subway shooting suspects' arrest by Brian Gingers, Mark Morales, Seaman, <laughs> Shyman, sorry. Laura Lorelai, Christina Sugula, Sonia Mog, and Aya Elmerisi. Now, when you look at this article, you'll notice two names are removed from it. <sighs> they must no longer feel their names or should be attached to this article. Five people will share a combined $50,000 reward for providing critical information that helped lead to the arrest of Brooklyn subway shooting suspect. The NYPD announced Friday. The man authorities say was the shooter, Frank James, 62-year-old, was denied a bail in court on Thursday and did not enter a plea on charges of uh, violating the law that, Prohibits terrorism and violent attacks on mass transportation. He was arrested a day earlier in Manhattan's East Village after calling in a tip to police hours earlier. A teenager had called crime stoppers and reported seeing him. The information provided by five individuals contributed directly to James's arrest, police said, but did not offer more details. Quote, the police or sorry, quote, the public who we serve, but they are also often our best partner. The NYPD Police Commissioner Kachet Sowell said in a statement, quote, we appreciate all those who responded to our calls for information to locate this suspect, including all those whose tips did not pan out. Police say James boarded the train during Tuesday's morning rush in Brooklyn. Set off smoke grenades, and then fired a gun 33 times, shooting 10 people, not killing anyone. in a tin box right. a tin little metal subway. 33 rounds by a black so where we're at, a black supremacist who a black supremacist walked into a subway got into a subway cart where the security cameras did not catch him walking in or boarding the subway where the uh, where the people who ran the whole network knew already knew those those cameras were not working and he gets on the subway ride while he's riding the end train sets off some reports say fireworks some reports say gas grenade they found fireworks but they only start talking about fireworks after one article, after one person said, I thought it was fireworks. And then all of a sudden they found fireworks. But not all reports say they found fireworks. They're not keeping shit consistent here. But, okay, let, let's get back to this timeline so far. A black supremacist boards an end train in New York, where the security cameras in the station do not catch them entering the subway, waiting for the subway or boarding the train. Then, he sets off some sort of smoke device. The subway doors lock, trapping everybody in there with him, and he starts shooting. 33 rounds. Pop, 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 pop. With two extended mags. A 9mm. That's the best part of it right there nine millimeter and extended magazines two extended magazines so let's say there's 15 shots 15 mag okay sure and he fires it around him and no one dies just injured right people are just injured most of the people injured are injured from being trampled or fainting or, or coughing the bus pulls, or the subway pulls in, doors open, smoke billows out. Some people run out, some people walk out, doors close, and he rides it. He doesn't get off there, right? Presumably must be because cameras are working, because we have the footage of everybody fleeing, right? Closes, door rides, and he switches onto the end train, where no security camera swat- watches him switch from the end train to the R train no no camera catches him doing that and then he rides the R train all the way to a different subway station and gets out and the cameras there do not catch him getting off the subway they just see him exiting onto the sidewalk at some point he's got from the N train to the R train 29 people were sent to the hospital, including 10 who were shot and 19 others who suffered injuries mostly related to smoke inhalation, falling down, or having a panic attack, officials said. Four people remained hospitalized Thursday and were in stable condition, according to hospital representatives. While officials have not released a motive for one of the most violent attacks to occur in the city subway system, they have pointed to the YouTube videos in which James shares his views on violence, mass shootings, and mental health. Yeah, and about that, too. Elliot Rogers Supreme Gentleman YouTube channel is still up. The guy who shot Ronald Reagan and his vice president are still... Or, it wasn't the vice president. It was, like, what, Secretary of State got shot? He, his video... His, he's got a YouTube channel. Right? ISIS has YouTube accounts... Confirmed, known for years, ISIS accounts. Their accounts are still up. This guy's channel got deleted. It's gone. It it it's uh. Prophet Truth eighty eight, Prophet one word, Truth eighty eight, one word, gone, Poof. done. Doesn't exist no more. I'll leave a link to the channel in the description. And the only things I've seen of him calling for real crazy shit is what the news media has put up in their mainstream stuff. <sighs> I've tried to find some of his stuff. I found some kind of out there sounding shit, but I haven't seen any videos that weren't on a mainstream media site that was spliced up saying... He saying he was going to do anything violent or threaten people or, or, or say there should be violence. I said a bunch of ignorant, racist, and xenophobic, bigoted shit. Yeah, definitely. But most of that video we played in the beginning was him talking about car problems. And then going to the casino. And then ended with him being like, if you are a black, heterosexual male. You are under attack. This is war come to my other website and my other YouTube channel and we'll have a whole video talking about it I could be wrong right there's already a bunch of weird little incon- you know little little inconsistencies here and there. Do you want know what happened just the morning before all this? We go to theguardian.com for this article. Biden vows to crack down on ghost gun weapons of choice for many criminals. president prom- promises to tackle gun violence and vows prosecution for those who use untraceable guns and assemble kits. Joe Biden has announced a crackdown on ghost guns, untraceable firearms assembled from kits that have been used in rising numbers of shooting crimes. Maybe it's nothing, just a coincidence. You know, there was also all this talk selling from a bunch of Democrats about how we need to, you know, bring back policing and all these. Cities and states after they destroyed it. Big win. Big win. For the NYPD, right? And now I want to go back. And look at some. Of the news footage we watch. And bring up some things as we go. This guy's reaction just doesn't seem real to me. It seems fake. It seems like he's acting. I could be wrong. But let's, let's go back and listen.
5: The emergency, I see him, and I say, you know what, I want to catch you, I want to catch you. You want to one? I got you, I got you. A lot of people sitting, and I was working, and I catched him. God, thank God. And he, I want I see in the bag, and his, he was working in the street. I told the people, I see the car police uh, coming from the street. I the police, yo, this is the guy I killed the seven people from the Brooklyn. We need to catch him today. we do I catch him? I kill him. Because this is the guy. Like, he kills seven people how it's going to be like this.
8: He tells people he's gonna stab him like this. Why is that not brought up anywhere else besides this guy's story? None of the police reports talk about it. It's nowhere else besides this guy's fucking story. And he just—the reports were a five-foot-six guy, 170 pounds. This dude is six-foot-five. What about this dude made this guy here say? That's the fucking guy. What about it? Made him say that. Now let's. Thank God. Yeah, thank fucking God. Now, what about this guy? Why'd you shoot all
3: those people, Frank? Just one day after his arrest ended a nearly 30 hour manhunt across New York City, the alleged subway gunman making his first court appearance. Frank James was denied bail Thursday. His luxury system. After to the community, asking the public to
1: crime stoppers to help.
3: But a senior law enforcement official tells NBC police were already closing in after NYPD spotted this tweet around 10:30 AM Wednesday. You're walking around the East Village. What made you say that's Frank James? I mean, there was just so much movement around me. Everywhere there was cars, there was people, there was so much movement. And then there was
8: there was so much movement? Cars? People? There was so much movement. This guy talks as if he's a piece of pizza from Domino's in 2004, a.k.a. cardboard.
3: One still guy, just sitting on a bench, resting, not drinking, not eating, uh, not on his phone, not reading anything.
8: There's this one guy, you know, it's New York, there's everybody walking around, hustling, bustling, there's some... Fat fucking guy that doesn't match the description of the shooter at all that was reported saying five foot five guy or five foot six guy, 170 pounds. I'm looking around, there's everybody everywhere hustling and bustling. And there's one guy, one old beast fucking dude sitting on a bench that doesn't match the description, minding his own goddamn business. And I thought, there we go. That must be the shooter.
3: The today broadcast exclusive, Jack Griffin telling me he snapped those Twitter photos Wednesday morning on a photo class field trip. So you were close enough for him to hear that. Yes, I was. The 17-year-old says that shutter noise alerted James, who began walking away as Griffin pretended to photograph his friends so he could capture one more image before posting and contacting police. I'm super, super proud of that. But it wasn't just my tip. There's so many tips going on. I'm just happy that again. That I'm just super
8: proud of that. My tip helped. There's so many other people who reported it. I don't fucking buy it. Off
3: the streets. Okay. James's attorneys requested that he receive a psychiatric evaluation, and also revealed that he suffers from leg cramps. He has not yet entered a plea, but if convicted.
8: Let's see, what does this kid's tweet here say?
3: After NYPD spotted this tweet
8: It says Possible Frank James sighting. How? No, the reports Of this guy That initially went out Did not fucking match At all they said five foot five guy, 170 pounds. Frank James is six foot five, easily in the heavy 200s area, if not in the 300 ballpark. And this guy happens to see this dude just mind his own business on the bench and think, yeah, this guy that doesn't match any description must be the fucking guy. I'm gonna snap a bunch of pictures and then drop off a report. By the way, hey, Crime Stoppers. Here's some money. You wonder what I think fucking happened. If this isn't some sort of fucking feddy setup, like the federal government's wanted a fucking patsy to put to, you know, wind their way through more fucking gun control. I wonder if there's just this one guy that people fucking uh, they they saw him. One person reported it. Got a little buzz going around. A couple people got in on it, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna report this guy." He's got this crazy shit on his YouTube talking about all this race war shit. We're going to turn him in, collect the money. It's a good lead. But maybe that's not what happened, right? These people just happen to be, oh, yeah, this guy that doesn't match the fucking whatever, they're going to be splitting up the fucking money, right? They're going to be splitting up the fucking money, and they ain't going to fucking... They, the dude they they reported... The dude who got arrested does not at all match the initial description. And then after he gets arrested, the media's like, yeah, this must be the guy. This must be the guy. We found a dude in a construction worker outfit walking around with a wheelbarrow. But we don't have any footage of him walking dressed as this. We only have hearsay of some dude with a fucking gas mask on. If he's wearing a gas mask, you know, people in the subway didn't see that. Fucking five foot five, 170 pounds. Are you fucking kidding me? Again, look at the thumbnail of this podcast, and you tell me how does that look like five foot five, hundred seventy pounds? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Who fucking knows? I'm gonna be following the story, and if I if I find more stuff that just doesn't make any goddamn sense, I'm sure there's a bunch of it that I overlooked just now. But this episode is gonna be about two hours long. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm getting rambly and ranty, not making much sense anymore. I'm gonna take a fucking break. I'm gonna wrap this episode up here. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. It's just worth thinking about. Fuck. You know, never mind. I thought I was done, but I'm not. He turned himself in. He turned himself the fuck in. He turned himself in and waited for cops to come snatch his ass up. All these people collecting this fucking money, this motherfucker turned himself in.
2: We begin with the man police say is responsible for shooting 10 people and injuring at least 13 others on a subway train in Brooklyn. Frank James is in federal court today. The 62-year-old is facing federal terror-related charges that could land him in prison for the rest of his life. He was taken into custody Wednesday.
8: That too. If we're wrong, this man could spend the rest of his life in prison.
2: Day in Manhattan's East Village after a 30-hour manhunt, police believe James called the tip line on himself alerting authorities to his location that call was followed by other tips from individuals who then spotted him cbs news's kate smith has more
4: a day after being placed in federal custody frank james is set to make his first appearance at a brooklyn court we were able to shrink his world quickly there was nowhere left for him to run the 62-year-old subway shooting suspect was arrested without incident in the East Village on Wednesday, after tipping off police to his location at a McDonald's. According to investigators, cops were pointed in his direction by alert locals like Zach Dehan. I see that guy. He walking from the screen. I see him from the cameras. So I thought, oh, f- this guy. Let me call the police. The subway shooting suspect faces a federal terrorism charge of carrying out violence against mass transit, what prosecutors believe was a premeditated attack.
8: If convicted, he will face a sentence of up-to-life imprisonment.
4: This surveillance video appears to show James entering a subway station early Tuesday morning. (laughs) Before he allegedly did
8: There is... I'm not sure what they think this footage shows. It will be in the description, by the way. Because it always is. This is CBS News. If convicted, he will face a sentence of up-to-life imprisonment.
4: This surveillance video appears to show James entering a sub.
8: Alright, it shows a guy dressed as a construction worker. It's not a gas mask, it's like a normal black face covering. Goes over the nose, some sort of, you know, construction quality mask. Not a gas mask, though. Walking out of a. a uh, Emergency slash staff only gate. But the reports all said five foot five, male, hundred seventy pounds. This guy right here is quite the fucking husky, big guy. This guy looks built like the fucking dude got rested a little bit more on the more muscular side of things than what Frank James appears to look like. At least from what I've seen of Frank James. I don't know what this footage they think shows.
4: Station early Tuesday morning before he allegedly detonated smoke bombs and fired 33 shots into a subway car injuring at least 20 people investigators describe him as a lone wolf who posted hours of violent racist rants online including threats to new york city mayor eric adams
6: i'll show you the safe because of the action of the chancellor teachers and principals all over the city the
4: new york city native was known to the nypd and had an arrest record spanning at least 15 years in several states Kate Smith, CBS News, New York.
9: I want to
2: bring in Robert Strang. He's a former DEA agent and the CEO of Investigative Management Group. Bob, welcome. It's so great to have you here with us today. And you were such a big help yesterday as we were covering this breaking story. But tell us how police were able to abduct. Frank James so quickly, it just took them 30 hours from the time the crime was committed. Right, and, and there were a lot of things that happened at the same time. The receipt that was
0: left on the ground in the subway station actually gave them a the lead to go to the Philadelphia storage. The weapon, they were actually able to trace back to where he purchased in Ohio. Going back on the end line with all the CCTV that was operable, not only in the subway station...
8: That wasn't operable in the subway station. You may have heard me sigh earlier when he said that part during the news part. It was involuntary, but it was a reaction at that. We do not have any footage of who we believe of the original. We don't have the, the footage of anyone who matches the original subway description or Frank James's body. We don't have footage of him entering the subway or exiting any of the subways at all. We don't have him getting on or off at all. We don't have any footage of, of a dude dressed like a construction worker walking in. And we don't have any footage of anyone dressed like what James was wearing when he was arrested walking out or anyone dressed like a construction worker walking out. We just have the one clip of someone walking through gates. They don't have any us where in the timeline it is or what time of the day it is. Not even on the corner of the footage does it say the time or the date. This man just said, well, we see him the whole time on the train system. Well, all the TVs and the, all the cameras in the subway that work, we saw him.
0: They were actually able to trace back to where he purchased in Ohio. Going back on the end line with all the CCTV that was operable, not only in the subway station, but around the subway stations. they had the no, They had the manpower to be able to go in and trace that back.
8: they weren't working how 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 they weren't working dude how
0: in addition you know this was all happening at the same time with hundreds of agents and police working on this so they really shrunk his world quickly
2: and is that why you think he actually phoned authorities himself to tip them off as to his whereabouts well you know it's interesting
0: that was that was kind of the first 24 hours if you will if you round it out and then the second 24 hours was really a matter of uh Talking with relatives, doing no knock search warrants because of the fear that he might, while he was still out there.
8: I will say, I do not in any way support or condone no knock warrants. I find them grossly unconfiscated. It's also, you know, why I have views that don't typically align with the right side of the political compass when it comes to the Breonna Taylor situation. I don't support no knock warrants or self confiscations have access
0: to ammunition, uh, and weapons. Um, so you had a, you had a cyber investigation, you had a manhunt, you had, uh, interviews with relatives and friends, search warrants, no knock search warrants. It, it was a, it was a full court press Sure. and he really felt the pressure and not to mention, you know, the citizens because of social media and because of television, we uh, were able to really help the police in narrowing down his whereabouts. All the tips
2: and those emergency?
8: Yes. All the reports did not match what the person who got arrested looked like. Five foot five, 170 pounds does not match six foot five, 300 ballpark weight class. None of that matches.
2: The alerts we all got on our phones, all of that helps, like you said, to shrink his world very, very quickly. What is the significance of him being tried for a federal crime and for you know federal prosecutors being on this case?
0: Well, first of all, he's, uh, he's transported a weapon uh, through three states. Having the federal uh, arraignment today is huge, because he'll spend the rest of his life convicted, in jail. And the federal system is very different than our state system. And unfortunately, over the past five or 10 years, our, our defendants are getting out of jail quicker than the cops that arrested them get off their ship. Mm. So, you know, we're trying to make that change where, when you unfortunately, this kind of thing will happen again, unless we can continue to get people in jail. Well, that's chilling to hear that this kind of thing will happen again
2: in your
8: They love the people in jail.
2: You know, expert opinion. What do we need
0: to do to expert. stop this from happening again? What needs to change? Right. Look how many times he was arrested. Look at, look at James, Frank James, and, and right? He has 13 arrests, and yet he purchased multiple a weapon. Take.
8: All misdemeanors that we do not know the circumstance of. I have not had the chance to dig into it yet.
0: It's multiple states, right. Yeah you know, why wasn't he in jail, you know? And every time we have a defendant, whether he's a a lone ranger like this.
8: (sighs) He was found guilty of misdemeanors. Most misdemeanors are not more than 24 hours in jail or however long it takes for you to have your court day, your day in court. Slap on the wrist, fine community service. That's probably why he wasn't in jail. Plus, he's an old 63-year-old man who's obese with fucked-up legs. Again, does not sound like mass shooter material who is this stealthy and plan- planning to be on the run and know how to figure out, oh, either just cosmic coincidence these security cameras didn't work magically in the combination of train-hopping ability he had, mind you, 63 with bad knees and obese, Charles the Fat Albert Manson over here. And this guy's like, why wasn't he in jail? Why was he allowed to buy guns? What the fuck? Liquor. This
0: individual or someone who's part of a bigger or larger organization, we always go back and we see this tremendous history of criminal activity.
2: Let me ask you something. Could that gun seller in Ohio who legally sold him that nine
8: Yeah, it's interesting because one of the big points Joe Biden's been harping on is – we need more accountability to fire manufacturers and salesmen. Meaning you buy a gun from a pawn shop and you shoot it, the manufacturer or the person who sold you the gun, in this scenario being the pawn shop owner, should be held accountable for your actions. Bullshit.
2: A meter glock that was found uh, at the scene of the crime and that police say he used in this crime. Could that uh, gun seller be found liable? It's possible, but he probably did follow the protocol in Ohio,
0: um, you know, because most gun sellers, uh, as uh, Agent DeVito said yesterday, are monitored very closely by ATF.
2: But even with a rap sheet that long, if you apply to buy for a gun and you have multiple arrests in multiple states, you can still buy a gun? Part of the problem
0: here, and this is only after 48 hours, but... These are all misdemeanors. Right. They've all been they've all been taken from a felony right. and pled down to a misdemeanor. So no, that's part of the problem. Right. We have to be able to prosecute these people, keep them in jail, and keep them from
8: doing things that for misdemeanors. We have to keep them in jail. We have to take these people for misdemeanors. You shoplift. You stole a pack of candy from a fucking Rite Aid. We need to lock you away, keep you in jail, and throw away the key. Fuck you. CBS cares, bitch. Anyway, that's my two cents. I don't buy any of this dog, shit, and pony show for one fucking minute. That being said, I've been James Madison. I stand by this episode. If I'm wrong, so be it I'm wrong. <laughs>